Justin. And I'm Marcella. And this is Sailor Manga, the podcast where we take a deep dive into the iconic Sailor Moon manga by Naoko Takeuchi and discuss it to our heart's content. Happy Moon Day, Marcella. We're here in a brave new world, here for Act 17. I know. I'm, um, <laughs> I'm nervous with this new yeah, recording for, uh, setup. Yeah, for you uh for you listeners out there, um we're if we sound a little bit different, if things you know sound a little uh not normal, uh, it's because we're we're doing this a different way. Um then we we've had some problems with our recording software, so we are going mm. a new route. So uh hopefully it sounds good. Yeah. But uh, if it sounds a little bit different, that's why. Uh, but yeah, we're here, we're ready. We're ready for some Sailor Moon today. I'm as nervous as I was when we did our very first one yeah i know i feel really weirdly out of place i feel like <laughs> i guess pe- because it's yeah like i'm being watched or something yeah it's really weird i don't know uh i don't know how i feel about it but you know what we're gonna push through together we are uh, I, I have faith that uh the listeners won't be able to tell that much of a difference maybe it'll be better quality who knows hopefully um, yeah hopefully and uh we're just gonna we're gonna get into it uh today uh we are reading uh let me flip to the page act 17 which is titled Secrecy Sailor Jupiter, but y'all know the drill around here. We gotta settle some moon news. So, uh, Marcella, you got any moon news this week? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing at all no it's so bad isn't it I, I am an absolute disgrace um i should be fired immediately um, no i can't do it without you <laughs> I, I i i i have nothing well damn cue the, tumble- cue the tumbleweed <laughs> I will make up for it next week, I promise. Oh, oh okay. Well, uh, I guess I'll go straight into oh, the news wait. then. I've just thought of something. Oh, oh. Okay, go. Go for it. This is, I mean, it could be class moon news. So, my mum, I had a call mm-hmm. with her the other day, um, and I was talking to her about the pod. She was asking about the podcasts. And yeah. she listened. She managed to get onto Instagram through me kind of guiding her. And um, I had her listen to some of the little audio snippets. Right. And she um, was listening to the bit about prince philip oh god uh-huh. I know. and she said to me did you know that apparently prince philip from disney's sleeping beauty is allegedly yeah. actually based on prince philip of england what she said it she said that she said no. it was never confirmed but it was rumored that that's who he was based on because back in back in the day when that was made what was it the 50s or something he was Sounds about you right. know yeah. he was back in his you know his young dashing <laughs> dashing years and i said well i never i must wow. simply must tell justin so yeah, yeah so prince philip actually is prince philip. what the fuck see y'all thought we were just barrels of crazy distortion around here bitch we're spitting facts we've told you once we'll tell you again educational podcast <laughs> find us at the new uh educational conventions in atlanta oh, yeah. this week yeah we'll be um, we'll be te- doing ted talks and all sorts <laughs> ah, ted talks ah <laughs> uh, moon talks that's what we'll call moon- oh yeah moon talks <laughs> so you go that kind of counts doesn't it i'll take it yeah i mean that's that's relevant enough i'll take it yeah so what about you all right so my moon news this week uh, i have two things uh, uh, one of them is slightly more Sailor Manga related than Sailor Moon news related, but um, <gasps> I already told you this. But oh my I god, this ordered... is a surprise. So you're going to tell no, me the surprise is... in this one, aren't you? That's my second one. My oh, second shit. one is the surprise. Okay, okay. Uh, but my first one is, is um, uh, I ordered a new manga. 
Yes. Uh, never read it before. Never. I mean, I've, I've, I tried to watch the anime and I couldn't really get into it. And I was like, you know what? I think uh, kind of like with Sailor Moon, like the manga is really going to solidify it for me. So I really want to read the manga first and then try to get back into the anime. It's uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, I think it honestly gets classified as a magical girl uh, and or like, you know, manga slash anime, but it, it's very different okay. um, from, from, from what little I know. But um, the art is very Naoko Takeuchi-esque, right. which is, of course, my biggest appeal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, I ordered the entire deluxe complete edition box set wow. off of Amazon. It was it was pretty cheap. It was under 40 bucks. Um, and it's like, like I said, it's the entire series. Um, I think they did do like a um, follow up side story volume. Yeah. It's called like uh, After the Revolution. Uh, but from what I hear, it's not really about Utena. I, I don't know. Spoilers, but uh, so I have no idea. But uh, from what I gathered, it's not really about Utena. So I'll just take the uh, the box set that I ordered. But I'm really excited because the art, like uh, it's a box set, like I said. But like the the books are um, hardcover. They're hardcover mangas. Oh wow! And I've never all I own is the Sailor Moon manga, which is of course you know the Eternal editions are like gorgeous holographic, but they're paperback. Mm. So this will be the, my first foray into. Um, a hardcover manga. Nice. So uh, that's nice. And lot we're gonna ex- <laughs> we're gonna do this live on air. Um, our lovely publicist Paul just sent us an email, literally just now as no. we're recording. <laughs> What's he yes, doing? He He's meant to be working. <laughs> I'm. I kid you not. I just got the notification. <laughs> oh my word! I'm going in. So. So should we read it? <laughs> yeah. Oh God, what has he said? Does it contain uh, divorce? Is who... it, are there divorce papers attached? <laughs> no. <laughs> for those of you who haven't put it together, this is this is uh, Marcella's husband, Paul. <laughs> yes. For um, now. Not for now. <laughs> <laughs> what has he said? <laughs> He said, well, I have just wrapped up season one with your wrap-up show of season one and was thoroughly entertained. It passed a quiet hour at work on a Tuesday night. I know, I know, a day late slacker. (laughs) You two have genuine, quote, on-air, end quote, chemistry that is fun to listen to, and you're obviously both having a great time. Long may it continue. Justin, don't ever stop laughing, and Marcella, don't ever stop making him laugh. I hope you aren't too despondent when you realize this (laughs) mail isn't from a quote genuine end quote <laughs> listener he is a genuine although, listener he is he's our biggest supporter yeah. uh, and then he he said although what started as support for Marcella's endeavors into podcasting rapidly became a sincere interest in what comes next sincerely Paul oh. look at that we love support we love support I know thank you so that was uh, unexpected that was. <laughs> literally literally as we're recording so uh thank you Paul Thank you so much. I uh, hope it's okay. You know, I'm just going to say that Marcella's saying it's okay that we read it is you saying it's okay that we read it because oh, yeah. she's your wife. So he I'm sure you'll mind. get over it. Yeah, he'll um, be fine. <laughs> uh, so that was great. Uh, but yes, the surprise. What We're a lovely here. man. Uh, he is a lovely I man. I did good. We love Paul. You did do good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, the surprise. But yeah, enough about him. Um, Come on, the surprise. <laughs> So let me just make sure that it is uh it is available. It is ready. Oh my God. 
Um, <laughs> you know, just a casual uh, double chat. I'm pretty sure it is because I've been getting some notifications, so I'm pretty sure oh, that it goodness. is available. It is. Okay, so, Marcella. Yeah. Do you remember way back when, when we first started doing this podcast, mm-hmm. and you asked me if uh, <gasps> we would ever post the videos on YouTube? <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> I found a way to convert them to where it doesn't change the size of the files. Oh, wow. So, and they are all <gasps> currently on my YouTube channel right now. Oh, my what? As we are speaking, they're all there. <laughs> I'm practically going into your... They're there. Oh, my God, this is so amazing. <laughs> Um, why does it look like they went out, they uploaded out of order? Oh, it looks so beautiful. Better not out of order. Um, I made up. <laughs> yeah, they're out of order. But they're clearly labeled. They are clearly labeled, you're right. And I um I have a playlist oh. that is um, you know, the entire first season. Um however, there's two there's one episode not currently on YouTube and that's our epilogue because uh it just came out. Uh so I didn't wanna the people who listen to it on the, uh, you know, your normal podcasting places, uh it'll go up Friday. Yeah. Um, um, I think what I'll do is well, the podcast will come out on Monday, but the video YouTube version will come out on Fridays. That's c- kind of what I was thinking. And uh, yeah, so if you don't catch it on your normal podcasting listening places, <gasps> you can catch it on my YouTube channel every Friday. Oh, this is Little... so exciting. Yeah. So I thought it would be nice because like I said, I totally stumbled upon this site that changes the files from audio to video <sighs> and it doesn't change the size. So they're smaller files, but it's a full video video of our audio and i was like you know what let's fucking do this yeah i'll upload it and uh people who uh who don't watch us through uh through their normal podcasting apps can can check it out wow uh the luna episode the luna and act eight episode already has four views that's interesting really? um, okay pop off yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, off <laughs> I, I'm looking at it now and i'm like um okay we got some luna stands in here um oh, okay. Okay, ask jacket has one of you. <laughs> Ooh, uh, content. Okay. It really grinds my gears that they're out of order. Like, you have no idea. I set them all for the same time. But, uh, wow. That was a mistake on my part, I guess. Yeah, why does Luna have four views? People want the lunatic. Well, people want the tea with Luna. They do. Uh, but, but yeah, so I thought that would be a nice little surprise, a nice little, That's uh, an amazing. addition. See, I told you it was a good one. <laughs> can't believe it yeah so we are we are now on the foray of youtube oh look at this taking sailor Mon- manga international <laughs> even though we're already international <laughs> yeah love it uh, thank yeah, you that, yeah of course and uh, like i said you can uh by the time this podcast airs it'll be way out um so those of you who uh are if you're listening to this on youtube when this comes out uh hi welcome to youtube uh but if you're listening to this on your regular podcasting formats uh yeah you can check it out on youtube if you want make it a make it a little easier to access i guess i I just I, i don't expect for people to double listen to it if they listen to it on the podcasting website and they listen or go watch it on youtube but um oh no you surely can if if you're like you know what i don't feel like opening up google podcasts spotify or apple Podcasts. i'll just go to the youtubes and uh, you can listen to it so nice there you go (laughs) (laughs) i'm so happy i'm glad i I hope you like it 
I love it. Um, also, I'll just go ahead and throw this in there. Uh, even though by the time this airs, it'll it'll already be noticed. But uh, I did figure out a way to upload our new season two art specifically to each podcast release. <gasps> oh, yay! And not only that, but the accompanying YouTube videos will have the season two artwork. Oh, fantastic! Um, so I'm so pleased because see that. I, I really like the ideas that you had for yeah the different uh, great. the different arcs. Yay! I'm so glad that worked out. Me um, too. But yeah, so Never did there's I a ever. little moon news. That's a, that's, <laughs> that's a great moon news. I'm glad, I'm glad. Despite my earlier... Anxiety about it. <laughs> yeah, and just completely slacking on my part of it. Alright, well, as I said earlier, we are reading today Act 17, Secrecy, Sailor Jupiter. Uh, let me get <clears throat> my wine ready. I got some lovely sweet Riesling here today. Mm-hmm. Oh, water. that's lovely. Ooh, a good H2O. Mm-hmm. With Not my that. added okay. hydration salts in. You better stay hydrated. <laughs> I am, um, my body is a temple. Um, and <laughs> yeah. Your body is a wonderland. Even though we don't support John Mayer on not this anymore, podcast, not. but that's a bop. <laughs> it's like a close down. Anyone who hurts Taylor Swift is on our shit list. So, <laughs> but anyway, um, so we open up this chapter with a gorgeous color page. Yeah. Um, if you'll remember from the last act, I know I've, I've been doing these little recaps, but uh, Sailor Mercury got captured, of course, by the Black Moon. Oh, Rubius yeah. took her away. It wasn't looking good. Yeah, it wasn't looking great for our girls. So then we get this beautiful color page. It's like a, a blue purple uh black round with some like white ink splotches mm-hmm. and uh usagi's basically reminiscing on what's been happening and she's saying mars mercury no and we get like a, a red panel of mars and a blue panel of mercury and then um a panel of usagi crying in her bed she's very distraught over her friends being taken mm. as of course she should be <clears throat> and then we get a picture of chibiusa of course in color and she's like opening up the door to like check on Usagi, see what Usagi is doing, whatever. And then we cut to the chapter page, which is in color and is absolutely fucking gorgeous. Oh, I know. Like, there's a lot to derail here. But um, on one page, we've got <clears throat> Sailor Moon, full yep. color. Um, she has her cape on, I just noticed. She does. She has her cape. Um, and of course, we got Sailor Jupiter next to her. And then in the seam, uh, we've got poor Minako. Yeah. Poor Sailor Venus. She got she got the small end of the stick. Uh, and then on the other page, we've got gorgeous shot of Mars. Um, and then Mercury. And then Tuxedo Mask with what looks like a sports car. Very Batman. I was about to say, it's the Batmobile, uh, Bruce Wayne, it? yeah, and um, there's the uh, Tokyo skyline in the background, uh, pink purple sunset, and then there's rose petals flying all around the page. Ugh, that's stunning. It, it, it's and you can see Mars's Mar- underwear. <gasps> I didn't notice that. You're right. She's flashing. She is, girl. She should be wearing. <laughs> I, I don't know. I would have thought she'd have had red underwear to go on. You would know, on theme. You would think so, honestly. Yeah, I think she should. Anyway. Um, um, so then we flip and we get started on the regular black and white content of the chapter. And of course, like I said, this is Usagi reminiscing on everything that's happening. And she's thinking to herself, I can't believe this is happening. I never would have expected it, even in my worst nightmares. Mars and now Mercury? 
imagery, just like that, they're gone, taken right before my eyes. The black moon. And so in these panels, we see uh, Mamoru and Luna. Uh, we see some flashback images of Mars and Mercury. And then we see some flashback images of Rubius, Queen Cohen, yeah. Queen Berthier, and uh, the linebacker, the linebacker. droids. Yeah. <laughs> Luna's with her new BFF. Yeah, like all of a sudden, Luna and Mamoru are like inseparable. I'm not yeah. sure why, but I kind of like it, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I think I kind of uh, do actually. Yeah, maybe it'll maybe it'll it'll bring out the liar out of her. So, yeah, he might hopefully. be a good influence. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. All right, so uh, Usagi ends her inner monologue with thinking, "Who are they? What do they want?" Well, clearly they want the guardians because this has been a trend. Like one is a yeah. coincidence, two is a pattern. Yes. So then, uh, she I guess she hears that someone's you know watching her at the door, like like we said, Chibiusa is doing. And she's like wiping away her tears. She's like, who's there? And she sees the Luna P ball and it's it's beeping for whatever reason. And it looks like it's also bouncing on yeah. its own accord. Bouncing towards her. Yeah. And Usagi is shocked. And then the Luna P ball starts to talk as it starts to spit tears out of its eyes. And it says, don't cry, lady. Don't cry, lady. And uh, if that's not a mantra, I love that. That's yeah. the, that could be the title of this podcast. I love that. Don't cry, lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Usagi doesn't like this. She, she's not about it because she picks up her pillow. And she's like, it can talk. And she's ready to smash the fuck out of the Luna P-Ball, which honestly, you should. But why is she Why is she more shocked at the talking ball than she was when she first met Luna, the actual talking cat you know what that's a fair question i have no idea i didn't even think about it yeah that's fair usagi well we know usagi is not the most uh sharpest tool in the shed we'll say Mm. so who knows who fucking knows although you're right like especially now that she has all her past memories you think that she would be like more open to shit i don't know yeah anyway anyway then we hear yeah then we hear don't hit luna p and of course it's chibiusa and uh usagi's like what luna P, you mean this thing? Did you name it after Luna? It's like, wasn't she there for that whole conversation about the Luna P, or was that just Mamoru? <laughs> um, maybe that was just Mamoru. Yeah, I think I'm it might have sure. just been Mamoru. Yeah, maybe it was at his apartment. Uh, but Chibiusa just doesn't say shit. And then she reaches behind her <laughs> behind her back and she reveals the tuxedo mask doll with his rose in hand. And she's like, here, you can borrow him if you want, but only for a little while. <laughs> and Usaka's like, what? A tuxedo mask doll? How did you get this? And Chibi's just like, it was a present from Mamo? <laughs> <laughs> and then Usaka says, Mamo? Since when do you get to call him Mamo? He never gave me anything like this. Mamo, how could you? Why does Chibiusa get everything? She is pissed off. She's got the real thing, though. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I was about to say something real inappropriate. They're, they're teenagers. We won't go there. Oh, okay. But yeah, y- you've got the real thing. You don't need to worry about this doll. <laughs> and uh, Chibiusa says, oh, when I saw you crying, I thought you were sad, but you're fine. <laughs> and it was like, it's like, what? And Chibiusa's just like standing there watching her. And Usagi's thinking, was she ch- actually trying to cheer me up? It's oh. like, come on, Usagi. She, the girl's trying. I know she's annoying as fuck, but like we're slowly but surely becoming Chibiusa stands on this podcast. And uh, yeah. give the girl a break. Come on. She was trying. Yeah, she was. This is her trying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, such a good Taylor Swift song. Anyway, uh, then we cut to the Crown Game Center, which we love. And who does Usagi run into but 
but of course Mamoru. And she's like, Mamo! She's, she's got a bone to pick with her. Oh, she's ready she, to fight. She's going in. She's ready. She's ready for a fight. <laughs> Look out, Mamo. Yeah, and Mamoru, for some reason, is obsessed with saying the word yo, I've noticed. Because he says, yo, Usako, you're the first one here. And then he's like, this is new. Hey, did you come here together? And of course, Chibiusa followed Usagi. Because Usagi was like, huh? But Chibiusa's right behind her. And Usagi says, Chibiusa, you followed me. But we got to pause for fashion. Okay, y'all know the drill. Mm. Usagi, Michelle Marie Elizabeth Tsukino. <laughs> <laughs> is wearing this black dress but it's like got overall straps yeah kind of and the uh like where the the buckles are for the, the dress are like heart the clasps thank you are heart shaped fucking adorable yeah thank and then you. underneath it is just like a regular collar like uh lacy collared sort of blouse or whatever it's just gorgeous naoko loves to put fashion in and i appreciate it because clearly i'm a i'm the, the fashion father on this podcast oh you are <laughs> Um, so anyway, then we cut to, uh, one of the crane games, uh, that Chibiusa and Usagi are like, you know what, let's just play some games. And, uh, Usagi's getting frustrated because she can't get, uh, <laughs> something out of the claw machine. And it's, it's also, we should note that in this machine is, um, tuxedo mask dolls and other guardian dolls. Yeah. All the guardians have their own dolls. So what this means, this, what this says to me is that they're so popular around Juvon that people are marketing off of it because they sure as did not start this franchise this no and they should have <clears throat> yeah they need to like they're like where's my royalty check they bitch? could be coining in yeah secure the bag uh so anyway usagi can't get it and she's like oh come on i can't get it and chibius is like <laughs> you stink <laughs> <laughs> oh she makes me mad she, Usagi gets so triggered by her. She really does. And also there's this little, like, uh, fourth wall note pointing to, like, Usagi's speech bubble and it says, was told she had to get one herself. So clearly she begged Mamoru to get one for her and he was like, no, you need to do it your fucking self. You're, <laughs> you're old enough. You can fucking do it yourself. Oh. But, uh, Usagi turns on, Us- on Chibiusa and she says, you have no right to tell me that, you little. And then, disturbing the peace, as always, oh, Matoki Furuhata, here he comes. He's like, <sighs> Usagi, Shibiusa. Oh, Jesus, hi, Death, for God's sake. <laughs> God, I just pictured <laughs> Matoki being like, oh, there's another pretty young lady around these parts. <laughs> hide your chibi, hide your Usas, because there's Matoki out here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll give Matoki a little bit of a reprieve because he says, here you go. I cheated a little and got these for you. So these are two dolls out of the claw machine. And it's Sailor V. Not oh. Sailor Venus. Sailor V. And uh, she's doing like a little peace sign. She looks really adorable. I would love a Sailor V doll. Oh yeah, me too. Um, but then we cut to a panel of Osagi and Chibiusa wearing matching ex- expressions <laughs> on their face. Yeah. They look identical in this panel, but they look adorable. And they're like, ooh, Sailor V dolls! Yay! <laughs> and they're holding their dolls and they look super super happy and then next thing you know uh chibiusa notices the sailor v game the the arcade console 
Yeah. And she's like, oh, I want to play that. So she starts playing the Sailor V game, and Usagi notices that she's doing kind of well. So she's like, Chibiusa? And then we cut to, um, we cut to Minako, because her uh, transformation pen is beeping. Mm. And then, I guess Artemis developed his love of jumping on people's heads from Luna, because he jumps on Minako's head. And he's like, Mina? Uh, this, the, this alarm. Someone's playing the Sailor V game. And then next thing you know, Minako's at the arcade. So I don't know if she was already there, if she was nearby. We don't know what's going on there. Yeah. But well. uh, we're just going to assume she came running when she got the alert. Yes. So, so she comes up to Usagi and she's like, Usagi? And Usagi says, Minako, it's Chibiusa. And then there's Chibiusa in the background. She's just going to town on this fucking game. Uh, and then we get a panel of Matoki, and he says, she's playing the crap out of the Sailor V game, and she's blowing all the top scores out of the water. And then there's these panels of, like, uh, arcade game sounds, Chibiusa's working. But uh, he- he- here's the real thing. Is she beating Ami's high score? Because we know that oh. Ami has the high score right now. Yeah, I think she is. Holy shit. Okay, Chibiusa. Okay. So Usagi goes over to her and she's like, Chibiusa! And she's like, just shocked. And then we get this panel of Chibiusa looking up at her, really, really cute, grinning. She's like, that game was fun. <laughs> just come to me <laughs> like, today. Yeah, just finished it. Like, where's, where's the next one? Where's Sailor V2? And uh, then we get this panel of Matoki, Minako, Mamoru, and Asagi looking shocked as shit. She's rank one in Dead by Daylight for sure. For sure! Yes. Who would she she be used to main? That's the real thing. Cheryl. I get Cheryl vibes. Jake Park. Not Jake Park! I'm telling you. Or, or what if she she could? I could see her maining um, Kate Denson, but with like the sausage roll hair, the like pinky gray sausage oh, roll yeah, hair. Yeah, she would, wouldn't she? Yeah. Because she's like, I have hair like that. I could totally see that. Yeah. Um, anyway, then uh, we're just getting a full spectrum of the Crown Game Center, which we've never really gotten before. Like, all kinds of different games. And uh, Chibiusa goes up to one and she's like, What's this one? And I'm assuming Matoki, let's just go with him. He says, you move the candy and treats over a little at a time until they fall off, and then they're yours. It's not as easy as it looks, and it's one of those classic games. I think um, I've seen them in the form of, uh, like, they have quarters, and like, um, you have to, like, put yeah. quarters in to push the quarters out. Like, those little it's, it's shuff- shuffle games. I can't yeah, yeah, think. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I know the ones. Yeah, I don't know what they're really called, but yeah, it's that kind of game. But You spend, candy. like, I don't know, two pounds on it to win 50p or something. <laughs> exactly. Like two dollars to win a few cents and you feel like you've come out on top. Yeah. So then uh, Chibiusa's looking at it and of course her Luna P-Ball is nearby and she's like, hmm. She's thinking, I could fucking get shit. And then we cut to somewhere else, which where are we? We cut to Mako, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess she's coming to the Crown Game Center. Is that where she's coming? Uh, I think so. Oh, I I don't know. She's just outside. Uh She's just outside observing the weather. Yeah, let's get with that. I like that better all right so we cut to mako and she's like looks like it's going to rain rain, <laughs> rain. but uh she's got a cough she's coughing and someone yells mako and yeah is this her talking to that's really confusing no, but then we're back it. to the crown game center yeah someone calls for mako and then we're back to the crown game center i guess it's two different scenes it's, yeah. it's kind of confusing anyway so uh mamaru it looks like 
is like, or is that Matoki who's like screaming about what That's did she Matoki. do? Okay, so yeah, Matoki's like, what? Chibiusa, what did you do? And Chibiusa has all of the fucking candy in her hands. Like, <laughs> all of it. She broke the machine because she's so good at it. And she was like, yay, I got all the candy! <laughs> And Mamoru comes up to her and he's like, what kind of scam are you running here? Stop that. And then he notices that the Luna P-Ball is beeping and it's on top of the the game machine she was just on, Uh... the candy machine. And he picks up the Luna P-Ball. It's still beeping. And he's thinking, Luna P? Did she use her toy to win? Don't tell me it can control the crane. And then we got Minako looking at Chibiusa, Mamoru looking at Chibiusa. And then Mamoru's just like, okay, Chibiusa, have you had enough fun yet? Ready to go home? And then... He picks up Chibiusa in his arms, picks her off the ground, and says, Usako and the others have some things to take care of, and I have to get to cram school. So, uh, basically, the girls want to get into the the, uh, the moon layer, the command center, yeah. but they don't want to They don't want to uh, let Chibiusa know where it's at. So they're like, Mamo, you need to get rid of the brat. Dump the kid. And so he takes her back to the Sakino household, and he gives her a little a little head shake, and it says, Noogie Noogie, right above her head. <laughs> and uh, he's like, see you later, Chibiusa. And then we get this little uh, fourth wall thing that says, that's a cute new uniform. I don't know if he's talking about Chibiusa. Yeah, yeah, he's talking about Chibiusa. Because she's in like an elementary school girl uniform. Similar to the other girls, but of course, you know, she's in elementary school. Or she would be, I suppose. Yeah. And uh, so she pops into the house and she hears Ikuko on the phone. And Ikuko says, "Uh, oh dear, what time will you be home tonight? And Chibiusa is just intently listening, and Ikuko says, "Your favorite shabu shabu." Which do you know what the hell that means? Is, no, is this a Google? It's a Google. It's a Google. Shabu, I want to know. It's shabu. Tasty. Oh, shabu shabu is a Japanese hot pot dish of thinly sliced meat and vegetables boiled in water and served uh. with dipping sauces. Ooh. Derived from the sound swish swish. Oh, interesting. Oh, it kind of looks good. I'm looking at these pictures yeah that's made me hungry Mm. okay okay we got to get off that because that's uh that looks absolute wonder oh shit that looks good Ooh. okay sorry sorry i got a little sidetracked don't worry about it (laughs) okay so then we cut to the crown game center back to the crown game center and uh I don't know who's saying this. There's a star icon next to it. Do we know who the star icon, icon represents? I have no, no idea. Hmm. Anyway, someone says, Chibiusa really uh, gave us a scare. And uh, then we got Luna and Artemis. And Luna says, she didn't figure out we have a command center here, did she? And Artemis says, the game console has strong protections on it. So I think we should be fine. Mm. And oh, look how vulnerable Usagi looks in this panel. She's got her hands folded at her mouth. I know. And uh, she says, I'm sorry. This is my fault. I'm the one who led her to the arcade. And Luna says, Usagi, you're in much higher spirits now because of that little girl. For now, let's just be grateful. And as for where to find... Oh no, I think that's Artemis. Artemis chimes in. He says, and as for where to find Mars and Mercury, we still have no contact from them, and I can't get a reading on either of them. It's possible they've been taken somewhere very far away. Have you seen what he's wearing? He's wearing, of course, the iconic headphones. Mm-hmm. Where's his Madonna mic, Luna? You need to share the wealth around here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Usagi says, is this Usagi? Yeah, I think so. Do you, she says, do you think they're okay? And then I think this is when Minako chimes in Mm -hmm. and she says the black moon what are they after do they want the mystical silver crystal i hate to i hate to say it but i have no idea what they might be up to this is all so dot 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 we're getting you know incomplete sentences again we got the dot dot dots 
So then we flash back to Queen Berthier stomping the runway. Icon, influential, I love her. But we get this flashback panel of her saying, I finally found her. She's with you, isn't she? The rabbit. You have the little brat. And then Mako comes strutting in (laughs) to the the moon layer. And uh, she remembers that you have the little brat. And Mako, look how look how confident Mako looks crossing her arms in the moon layer. Oh yeah. And, uh, I love it. And she says, there is one thing we know they want. Remember Black Moon's birth year? She said something about a rabbit. What do you bet she meant Chibiusa? <gasps> the plot thickens. Mm-hmm. And we get this cute picture of Minako and Usagi looking shocked as shit at that. But I love it. Um, so then they're thinking the Black Moon's been searching for Chibiusa? And then awesome panel of Minako looking fly as shit in her school uniform. Yeah. We don't get enough Minako praise. And I just I just wanted to take a second to praise her because she she's a bad bitch. I love Venus in the manga oh, so yeah. much. Me too. So Minako says, Chibiusa may be the one holding the key to all of these mysteries. And then she, she actually has then, a key as well. Oh my god, you're right. Look at that foreshadowing. I love it. <clears throat> um, so then all the girls are thinking, a little girl who happens to look just like Usagi, who fell out of the sky one day, where did she come from? And then they, they remember the whole hand over the mystical silver crystal with uh, Chibiusa having the gun. We love a gun girl moment. Yep. And then thinking, she hasn't attacked us and she had a pendant that looked exactly Exactly like the silver crystal. And then we see the image of Chibiusa with the silver crystal pendant and the key pendant. And they're thinking, is she friend or foe? Can we really just trust her like this? And then we get all these panels of cute looking Chibiusa, or this panel of cute looking Chibiusa, but she's not to be trusted. The girls are, are curious about her, as they should be. As they should be, yes. And then uh, we get a, a panel of, I guess Mako is near the chessboard playing chess. I don't know why I get that device, but it's there. And she's Mako says, at the very least, now we know that Chibiusa is an important piece on the board and to us and the enemy. So until this mystery is solved, we can't let anybody have her. And then Mako is hit with a coughing fit. She's coughing up a storm. Pun intended. <laughs> and Usagi's like, Mako, do you have a cold? And then uh, in the moon layer, of course, the TV randomly is on because, you know, convenience. Yeah. And we hear we're getting some heavy downpours with the ra- rainy season coming early this year. The last several days have been quite chilly. Yes, and there's an unusual strain of cold going around. Be careful, everyone. Now on to our next story. Have you heard of crop circles? You mean those strange circular patterns that appear overnight i've heard of them showing up in say the united kingdom marcella you need to watch out there in your neck i know bloody hell (laughs) aliens are coming to get you um and then uh luna and artemis are intently listening to this broadcast and the people on the TV say, as a matter of fact, now everyone's talking about a similar crop formation that appeared inside Tokyo just a few days ago. And we get a little image of the crop circle looking thing. Mm. And Mako says, that's scary. I feel like the Black Moon is already deep into our society, moving quietly in the shadows. There really is no telling what could happen next. Dun, I bet, dun, we could, dun. bet we could guess so. Mm-hmm. We could, and we'd probably be right. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut back to the Tsukino household, and uh, we get this image of Ikuko. She says, oh, Chibiusa? I thought I heard her come home, but I guess she went out again. She wasn't and down for the shabu-shabu. <laughs> yeah, she was like, shabu-shabu, not too shabu-shabby. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this, this couple panels is a lot of blending of images. We get a lot mm. of characters blending together 
together that are not in the same scenes. So it's a little confusing, but we're going to break it down. So we get this image of Mako, like Mako's face, and she's saying, it's like we're under a magic spell. Of course, she's talking about the, the Black Moon from the previous conversation. Yeah. And then we see Chibiusa. It's raining, and she's, like, holding out her hand to the rain. And then she sets her sights on the Luna Pea Ball. She dribbles it like a basketball. Smoke starts coming out of it, just like last time. And it turns into, of course, an umbrella. Hmm. Just like last time. And as it turns into an umbrella, a little girl, a random little girl, happens to see this. So, uh, Chibiusa, you've been caught red-handed, girl. Or pink-handed, in your case, I guess. Hmm. And uh, Chibiusa is like, you know what? It's fine. So she says, abracadabra. And she twirls the umbrella and uh, doves come out of the fucking umbrella. (laughs) And she's like, (laughs) ta-da! So she wasn't, she didn't care that that little girl saw. She's like, you know what? You're going to get some doves today, girl. Yeah. And then the little girl runs to her mom. She's like, mommy, did you see that? Doves came out of that girl's umbrella. That was a cool magic trick. And the mom's like, oh, really? (laughs) Come on, it's getting cold. Let's go home and get warmed up. So she don't believe her. She doesn't. And, uh, which, I mean, she, she should, because why the fuck would she come up with something that fucking detailed and that fucking random? Yeah, precisely. But, you know, adults, what can you do? Um, so then, uh, Mamoru happens upon Chibiusa, and he's like, huh? Chibiusa? And then we get this panel of uh, Chibiusa, and she's saying abracadabra, abracadabra, ta-da. And then we get a cutaway panel to someone we've never seen before, but looks suspiciously like a sailor guardian. Yeah. She's got the bow, she's got the choker, and she's got the tiara. Mm. So, uh, don't know who this could possibly be, but she says, those are the magic words to help you raise your spirits, small lady. So, we know that uh, Chibiusa has said her mom calls her small lady, so Maybe this is her mom. Maybe. Obviously me and Marcella know. But who knows, listeners? I don't know. Um, So then Chibiusa clutches. This makes her think of her her key that's on her necklace. And so she clutches it as lightning and thunder flashes. Oh, I hit my mic. Excuse me. (laughs) And, uh... Chibiusa is scared. Down to her bone. She's like, ah, I just saw a flash of lightning. Thunder! And Mamoru comes up to her and he's like, Chibiusa, you good, sis? <laughs> and uh, there, then there's this panel of what we've seen before, like the Crystal Palace that we've seen yeah. when, when Mamoru touched Chibiusa's hand. And there's a big explosion. And so he reaches out and touches Chibiusa's hand and he's like, <gasps> and then he sees an image of Chibiusa, head in her hands, screaming. She's screaming, ah, mama! So she's scared as fuck. So Chibiusa collapses, or not collapses, but she runs into Mamoru's chest and uh, she's crying. She's like, Mamo. And then Mamo says, what's wrong? Did the thunder scare you? It can't hurt you. It was just rumbling far away. But he's thinking to himself, this time I know I saw something. It flowed into my hand, into my mind as soon as I took her hand. A vision of some kind of explosion. What was it? Was a big city destroyed? So uh, his psychometry powers are uh, are coming in handy. He's starting they to see are. even more images. Yeah. So then he's hugging, he's comforting Chibiusa, and she's saying, Mama. But if you look in that panel, uh, the Luna Peaball is fried. Oh, yeah. It's been fried, I guess, from the lightning or whatever. Sorry, I'm pouring some more water. Apologies for the... Oh, yeah. No, you're fine. I'll take a swig of this, this wine. Let's go for it. Bottle sand. All right. 
So then we cut to uh, the planet that houses the Black Moon. We don't know what this planet is at this point. Mm. We just know that they're from a planet from previous uh, chapters. And of course, we've got Demand. Flowing white cape and white suit and all. He's clacking along in the, uh, I guess, the the palace of the Black Moon. Yeah. And he happens upon Wiseman. And, and then behind Wiseman is this glowing orb, which houses Sailor Mercury and Sailor Mars, still transformed just as they were captured. They're like in a in a um, a temporal st- uh, stasis sort of thing. Like they're yes. Like, they're in a sleep, but they're exactly as they were when they were captured, which I I find interesting that they're still transformed that their powers were like not depleted to where they detransformed yeah that's true uh, I, I was thinking about that yeah just it's very encapsulated as they were yeah so uh, demand says do you think that that they too will remain young and live forever like that like that queen so we don't know what queen he is talking about but there's no. some queen involved and then he says with the power of the mystical silver crystal the mystical silver crystal, a source of infinite power that brings the promise of eternity. I can't wait to see the look on that woman's face when I crush that vile stone with my hands. So he, he he's pressed. Call him a panini because he's pressed. <laughs> oh, panini. Oh, yeah. Could eat one oh, of those. I love a panini. I'm so hungry. Okay. I am. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Anyway, so then we cut uh, to Wiseman and <clears throat> Clyde on set energy. George hit the tape. Calm yourself, my prince. Remember, haste makes way. Thank you. Uh, I love doing those little voices. Uh, I'm trying to get me some voice acting work. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, then uh, Saphir pops into the room. Oh, yeah. And he says, love this twink. He says, (laughs) Prince demands, we shouldn't underestimate the Sailor Guardians. We've already suffered unexpected casualties. And we get a flash of Cohen and Berthier. Yeah. And Saphir says, we have a carefully constructed plan. We just have to follow it. But brother, if you keep ignoring what we've dot 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 Uh and demand says saphir and his that eye thing that he had on his forehead his third eye if you will starts to starts to glow and it looks like he slaps saphir with an unseen force it's like he yeah i was gonna say bitch slaps him doesn't he yeah he bitch slapped him with like psychic power what the fuck because next thing you know saphir's like rubbing his cheek and demand says i will do things my way and i will not let you interfere okay it's like, oh, shit. okay yeah he, he he's very aggressive <laughs> we need to scale it back public school scale it back um so then we cut to rubius and he oh, happens God. upon you know our the... our merry band of miscreants here we go <laughs> the suck up i know fucking rubius he says my what a strong leader you are my prince it's like shut the <sighs> fuck up you get a room bullshit yeah get a room <laughs> so then uh then we get these beautiful beautiful legs <laughs> i think haven't all of the supernatural sisters been introduced by just their legs first yeah when they I, walk think into they have. I think they have and they're with all, good reason all about the legs yeah oh yeah because they're every single one of the supernatural sisters are fly as fuck fashion wise honestly yeah. so this is a new one and she says prince demand i your humble servant pets beg your permission to seek revenge for my dear sisters cohen and berthier so this is Pets, which is the most unusual name of all the sisters, mm. in my opinion. Very weird. It's with a Z, P-E-T-Z. And it makes me think of wondering. Pez, you know, the Pez suite. Yeah, Pez dispenser, yeah. 
Um, but let's just quickly talk about her fashion, because you know I got to. Um, she's wearing gloves all the way up to her elbows. She's wearing this thing behind her back that's very uh I can't how do you even describe it? Like a I don't know. I don't, it, it, it's not a jacket. Her arms are exposed, but like this thing that clumps up around her back. <laughs> <laughs> this like material and uh around her breasts uh are these ornate uh, they look like eyeballs but yeah. they're like metal they're they're really cool looking metal and of course her color scheme is hunter green like a dark green mm-hmm. and uh, her hair is like her i think her hair is also green from like the anime yeah um and of course she's got the black moon inverted crescent but her hair is like in an updo she's got like a bun um and pet says i propose we take our project in a daring new direction we will show them just how powerful we are code 003 operation renew let us reset the game board we will turn all the pieces into the black moon's pawns i will find the mystical silver crystal and hunt down the rabbit and after that we can take our time and of course we can of course wait who says of course we can is that demand um yeah i think it's demand because she says we can take our time yeah okay so demand says of course we can there's no need to rush leave me i wish to be alone but then it looks like he leaves. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> it looks like he leaves. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He says, I wish to be alone, but then we see him walking. <laughs> so, whatever. Uh, whatever you fancy. And uh, he comes to this, like, this almost altar-looking place inside of the Black Moon Palace. And there's a, a glowing image in, like, there's a, a, a column in the center of this altar. And there's, like, this glowing image. And Demand is, like, transfixed by it. It's glowing. And what is this? It looks suspiciously like Princess Serenity draped in, mm. like, some ornate beads. So, uh, hmm, that's interesting. And as he's looking at this image of a, assumably, Princess Serenity, Demand says, everything I desire will be mine. Everything. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So then we cut away from the, from the Black Moon planet, and we cut to one of our new favorite locations, at least one of my fav- new favorite locations, <laughs> yeah. the, the Crown Fruit Parlor, um, where everyone, well, most everyone, is uh, gathered together. Uh, but we specifically cut to Mamoru, and he He's thinking, ugh, Chibiusa. I know she wants me to fix it, but... And of course, he's talking about the, the Luna Pea Ball. It's on yeah. the table. On the fritz. And we get this cutaway... Yeah, it's on the fritz. And uh, I love this cutaway panel of Chibiusa being like, fix it, Mamo! Uh, it's really cute. Um, but he says, but I have no idea where to even begin. I want to open it up and look inside, but I can't find a seam anywhere. And Luna's looking very nervously at the Luna Pea Ball. Because we saw in one of the previous episodes that uh, she has like this vendetta against the Luna Pea and i just love that they're continuing it it's really cute so then we get this panel of a frustrated usagi of course and um she's just mad whenever mamaru brings up chibiusa she's very jealous yeah so she says chibiusa 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 she's all anybody ever talks about did you know she's going to school now this is unbelievable why would mom do that and of course we get this little this little cutaway of ikuko being like it's required by law dear (laughs) 
Uh, because I guess now that Chibiusa is around, she has to go to school. Yeah, sucks. Um, yeah, it sucks to suck, girl. But we all had to do it, and you, and you are no exception. So then Mamoru says, we decided to protect her, didn't we? Besides, she's really warmed up to you lately, Usako. And Usagi's like, Mamo, you've already made up your mind, haven't you? You refuse to see her as an enemy. And then uh, we get a little panel of Unazuki. We don't really get to see a lot of her face, but we know it's her. And she says, come on in, as Asanuma walks into the fruit parlor. And Asanuma sees Usagi, Luna, and of course, you know, Mamoru. And he's thinking, Mamoru-senpai? Is he on a date with his girlfriend? And a cat. And we cut back. <laughs> and, and a cat. Yeah, third wheel in it, Luna. <laughs> uh, and then Mamaru says, I can tell. Every time I touch her, I know. I don't know how, but I feel it in my hand. I feel that she's afraid. And I feel that and I feel that she needs me. I feel that she's not our enemy. So he's very adamant about this. Yeah. And Mamaru's thinking, he's looking down at his hands and he's thinking, is this a part of my powers? And then Usaki says, do you think Chibiusa was running away from an enemy? And that that's what brought her here? Look at you. I love Usagi deductive reasoning. I love it. And uh, Mamoru's thinking, that vision that came to me through my hands, she's thinking, uh, he's thinking of the explosion from his last uh, transmission when he grabs Chibiusa's hand. And he says, I've never seen that place before. Um, And Usagi says, it might have been enemy territory. And this cutaway bubble of Luna being like, smart thinking, Usagi. (laughs) It's like, yeah, you better give her some damn dues. She's due for it. Yeah, give her props. Yeah uh so then uh luna i guess this is luna does luna say it's possible that she knows where they took ray and ami actually i know this is luna because of later when i read later okay so luna says it's possible that she knows where they took ray and ami and of course asanuma is nearby asanuma fucking heard this he heard luna look at his eyes he heard he heard that he is flabbergasted yeah um, so then, <laughs> uh, I guess this is Asanuma's thoughts, and he's thinking, someone took them? There's an enemy? And this panel, Marcella, <laughs> of Luna, <laughs> looking so mischievously at the Luna Peeball, is one of my favorite moments of this entire chapter. <laughs> She's looking at it so, like, devilishly, and then she finally, she paws at it, and it starts to smoke. <laughs> And also Numa's thinking, just who are these people? And there's smoke all over the fucking parlor. And Mama's like, Luna! And she's like, I'm sorry! (laughs) She couldn't help herself. She couldn't. She couldn't. to herself. It's so good. So then uh, we get this little image of Usagi, what looks like Usagi and Mamoru leaving the parlor just as Mako comes into the parlor. And Mako Mako still has her cough. She's still afflicted by uh, the cold that was mentioned by the broadcast earlier. Yeah. And uh, she happens upon Unazuki. She's got a mask on though. Oh, she does have a mask on. We love a masked queen. Yeah. She was ready. Um, Yeah. uh, So we happen upon Unazuki and Asanuma and Asanuma's like, Makoto? And Unazuki says, Mako, what's wrong? Why the mask? And poor Mako, she looks so disheveled in this panel with her mask on and she's coughing and she's like, it's just a little cold. And Unazuki says, oh no, I think you have a fever. You shouldn't be here. You should be in bed. And there's random vegetables and fruits in the background, like a, <laughs> like a wallpaper sort of thing like we've seen before. Uh, it's cute as fuck, so mm-hmm. I support it, of course. Um, and then uh, Matoki walks in. 
And he says, hey, Unazuki, I came for I came for some tea. And then it, there's this little arrow that points to him and says sister complex. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> it's another Google. Does that mean he's just like he loves being around his sister? Or is it something worse? I don't know. <laughs> is it something sinister? Oh, sister complex. <laughs> <laughs> sister complex is a state of strong attachment and obsession to sisters. It so is commonly abbrevi- abbreviated as CISCON. It is also used for brothers and sisters who have a strong attachment or an obsession to their sisters. Oh, that, that doesn't sound good. I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> Matoki, why do you do this to yourself? Why do you make you, yourself so much worse than you need to be? Like, I guess we can sort of be like, oh, they're just really close. That's how I'm going to try to compartmentalize it. I know, head. but in, yeah, but in my head, it's like that episode of Friends, you know, where um, Rachel's dating that guy who's really close to his sister and he take they take baths together and stuff that's vaguely i haven't seen it in a long time yeah, but yeah that sounds that's what i've got in, i've got that in my head which is not that i want to think about not the jamie and cersei complex i hate it <laughs> oh god that's, yes, why I, that's why i won't fucking watch game of thrones <laughs> <laughs> oh jamie lannister so hot though <sighs> Uh, apparent fucking Lee because he landed his sister anyway even his sister couldn't <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh, Matoki sees that uh, Mako is sick and he's like Mako and like low-key Mako is like fainting in Unazuki's uh, arms and Unazuki looks to her brother she's like Matoki I'm gonna take Mako to the pharmacy she's about to fucking collapse so then we cut to Johto Drugs uh, which I guess is a little pharmacy, a little drugstore. Yeah. And there's this dashing, honestly dashing looking doctor that we don't get a name for or anything. But he says, this odd new cold has been hitting everybody lately. It's aggressive too. You should be careful. And he hands like a bag of meds uh, to them. And uh, he's like, apparently it's a new strain of virus and it's tough. Take care, okay? And <laughs> Unazuki is smitten with him because he's very attractive. Yeah. Allegedly. And uh, Unazuki says, hey, Mako, isn't that pharmacist hot? (laughs) And Mako just coughs and she's like, I'll be on my way. (laughs) (laughs) And Unazuki's like, wow, this is serious if Mako ain't got the hots for the hot pharmacist. But uh, Asanuma uh, comes up and he's like, Makoto, I'll walk you home. So he's sort of walking her home, but he's just, like, walking behind her. Which, social distancing. I don't know, I just, yeah, social distancing. Um, he's like, what's going on? You're always so careful not to get sick. And, of course, it's it's raining. It's, like, downpouring. They both have umbrellas and everything. And uh, Mako says, oh, I just haven't been sleeping. I've been staying up late doing research. <laughs> and Asanuma's like, why would you push yourself like? And then he's zapped because he gets too close to Mako. And he's, like, s- like shocked with electricity. Mm. And he He's like, whoa! And Mako turns around as she starts to blush and she says, oh, you probably shouldn't touch me right now. I've always been prone to static electricity and is especially bad when I'm under the weather. So and then we're told that was a static shock. So he, he was shocked by being, you know, touching her or whatever. Yeah. And then Mako says, you know, because I control lightning. Ooh. She she just let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> oh, she she, she said it. And then she says, ooh, I think the meds are kicking in. And she's got swirly eyes. So she's she's feeling the, the effects. I'm jealous. I don't see and, these meds. I know. They seem really strong and powerful. They <laughs> seem fun. <laughs> Not us being like pill heads. <laughs> 
<laughs> only over the counter, darling. Only ODC. <laughs> um, so Asanuma says, Makoto, pull yourself together. And then we cut to her apartment. She has her own apartment. We love an independent woman. Yeah. Um, and then we she, she's in apartment 201. And it says Makoto Kino. And uh, so Asanuma is making sure that, you know, she gets inside okay. And he, so he's seeing her her apartment for the first time. And there's all kinds of plants. There's hanging plants. There's Ugh. standing plants. There's plants on the counter. There's plants, flowers everywhere. Because as we know, Makoto loves, loves gardening. Oh, yeah. It looks so good, doesn't it? With all those plants. It looks, yeah, it looks very, like, meticulously placed. Like, she knew exactly where the best energy for each plant was, which I, I just love that. And uh, Asanuma says, wow, you have so many houseplants. You live alone, right, Makoto? Are these your parents? And he picks up a picture of Mako's parents. And she winks at him. She's like, yeah, but they died a long time ago in a plane crash. And he's a little shocked by this. Like, poor, poor Mako. We're getting some Mako backstory. Yeah. It's your girl. Oh, no. Um, so uh, she gets some tea and she's like, have some tea. And like, she's making tea for him. And he's like, oh, no, just go to bed. And she's still coughing. But he he's a good house guest. He takes the tea. He's like, what's this? And she's like, my favorite, rose tea. It's delicious. Mm. Which I just, I love that she makes rose tea because, you know, when she's Sailor Jupiter, she has the rose belt, like the potpourri yeah. rose in her and belt. And she has the little um, rose earrings as well. Oh, yeah, the rose earrings too. Yeah, which we, we see in that panel where she winks at Asanuma too. So it's, ugh, I just love the continuity. It's great. So, of course, her TV is randomly on <laughs> because, again, oh, convenience. Yeah. And uh, we hear the broadcast saying, and Tokyo is getting hit with a powerful rainstorm. In other news, everyone is talking about the crop circles that have been found inside Tokyo. This was found in a vacant lot in Minato Ward. Witnesses report seeing glowing objects in the area and the time, at the time, the grass was flat. So we get another image of like the crop circle, the alleged crop circle. Mm. And uh, they continue with the only possible explanation is that some supernatural power created these powers patterns from the sky. Some rumors claim that these are landing tracks left by UFOs. And Asanuma says, there's been a lot more of this kind of news story lately. And Mako's coughing to herself like, yeah, it really has. And Asanuma says, did you hear? They found one of those crop circles in some tall grass at Arisugawa Park. That was hard to say. Arisugawa Park, that's not far from here. And the reports of UFO sightings in that area are coming nonstop. Every time I turn around lately, Something bizarre is happening. I even heard a talking cat. <gasps> uh oh. Uh oh. And we get this hilarious panel of close up sweat drop Makoto face with like cats in the background, little drawn cats. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, eep. <laughs> And Asanuma doesn't let her have a breath. He says, she said someone took Ray and Ami. So that's how I knew that Luna said this earlier. Yes. Um, he says, what does she mean? And then he says, and you and all that electricity and Mamoru has those powers? What's going on? Are you something other than human? And Maka's like, oh shit, here we fucking go. <laughs> So she's a little shocked at first, but she she warms up to it and she's like, you remind me of one of my old best friends. She was honest and straightforward, just like you. She adored me with her whole heart and soul, but I up and moved away. And we get this little image of her and uh, I don't think she has a name. No. I really wish that we like had her name so I could like name drop her. But uh, here, let's do a quick Google. Makoto, old friend. 
Let's look it up. Maybe I should have typed in Sailor Moon. <laughs> Sailor Moon. Makoto's old friend. Makoto's friendship. No, that's not it. Ugh, really? Nothing? In manga. <laughs> I know this is thrilling for the people listening. <laughs> Just listening to us Google. constantly Google. <laughs> but we need to know. Uh, wow, I'm not getting any. Oh, let's check Wikimoon. Let's check Wikimoon. They might know. Uh, family, associates, Usagi and friends, blah, 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 blah. She constantly refers to an old flame of hers, obviously. Um, wow, nothing. Okay. Not a damn thing. Well, sorry, listeners, I'll let you down. All right. Anyway, <clears throat> the nameless friend. With the nameless friend. I mean, I guess we could give her a name. Let's name her. <sighs> I'm trying to think of like a, a Japanese sounding name. Hmm. Let's name her Su. Uh, no, Suki. There we go. Oh. So this. So this is Suki. Yeah. Uh, Suki adored me with her whole heart and soul, and I up and moved away without saying a word to her. I wasn't able to value her the way I should have. You remind me of those days when I had no real goals no purpose. I didn't even know the true value of friendship. And then without skipping a beat, (laughs) Mako spills the fucking beans. She literally rips open the truth. (laughs) Luna, this is what you should be doing. But Mako just straight up tells Asanuma what's going on. She says, Mamoru's power is something called psychometry. Oh my god, I was right. I didn't know that it was actually called psychometry. Oh yeah, Um, because you googled that in the other episode, didn't you? Yeah, look at me. Um, And she says, it's the ability to sense things through touch. He sends an aura through his fingertips and it can do more than sense things he can use it actively too for healing or offense so he can channel this to like actively attack which we have never seen um but i can't wait hopefully we do see it uh and mako says it's not a power that normal humans have but he is human we all are and it is our fate to fight our enemies we've all been dedicated to this fight including rayanami we want to rescue them more than anything but we don't know what happened to them i've been searching my whole life to find where I belong. Now I've found friends and I've gotten to know them, and now I know to value them. They mean more to me than anything. Now I know how to push myself for the people I care about. Now I have purpose. I don't care about the danger. I'm not afraid. It's like, God, Maka's getting me a little emotional. I know. And uh, there's no really pan like art you're missing. Just there's it's just a lot of fucking dialogue. So then Mako like she she finally sits down to take a little rest, and she says, "Someday you'll find someone, someone who means just as much to you. Then you'll understand. It could be a friend or somebody who steals your heart." And then she's hit with another coughing fit. And Asunuma's like, "Makoto, you're a strong woman. You re- you really are." Yeah, she is. All of you are. She is. She's our strong little, our strong little baby. Um, he says, all of you are. You're all amazing. I wish I could be that strong. I should be strong. It kills me that there's nothing I can do to help you. And uh, he reaches for her hand, and it kind of looks like his hand starts to glow, but I guess it doesn't. Mm. I guess it's just a just to show us like the the affection. I guess. Yeah. So he he, gra- he grabs her hand, and he says, "If only I had my own powers, then I could protect you." And I low key love this moment, like them staring at or uh, Mako staring at Asanuma, and then she pulls him in and she kisses him on the forehead. Yeah. Which I low key wish that they just kissed on the lips. Like I kind of I kind of I love know. them together. I kind of do as well. (laughs) I'm shipping it. I'm totally shipping it. What's a good name for that? Makanuma? (gasps) Oh my god, hashtag Makanuma. Makanuma. Oh, 
make it happen. So she pulls back and she just is staring at him lovingly and he starts to blush and he's like, I I won't tell anyone. And it, when I first read this, I was like, what, that she kissed you? And I'm like, oh, about, about oh, the yeah, truth. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So then Mako blushes and he just ups and runs away. He said, I'm out. Um, and then uh, Mako is hit with another dizzy spell. She starts coughing and she's like, oh no, I'm, uh, I'm starting to fade out. But the TV chimes in again and says, this is a severe weather alert. A large scale typhoon is threatening to make landfall. And Mako looks back at the TV and the signal goes out just right after hearing that uh, convenient news bulletin. Yeah. And she's like, the TV, the signal's gone out. And then she, outside of her window, she sees a bright light. And she says, what's that light? It couldn't be a UFO, could it? Because, of course, it looks just like the light that we've been seeing from Rubius uh, when he takes the girls away. And she's thinking to herself, it looks like a fireball. It looks like the fireball that took Mars and Mercury. And she swoons and she passes out. Mako's down for the count. She succumbed to her cold. And then we get these random images of Naru coughing and wheezing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ikuko and Kenji coughing and wheezing. So th- th- this is hitting everybody. And uh, then we cut to Usagi and Luna. And it's storming outside. And uh, where are they? Are they at the Crown Game Center? Or she's just... Oh, she's at home. I guess she's watching her parents be sick, maybe? Yeah, I guess. Um, and she's like, look at that storm. What's going on with this weather? And I heard everybody's got that cold. And Luna says, you're a hardy one, Usagi. You do get plenty of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's why Usagi is not sick, because she sleeps a lot. What a, yes. What, what a, um, a good moral for kids. Get enough sleep. You'll never get sick. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> what I did. <laughs> So then we cut to Minako. She's, of course, still in the moon layer, the command center. She's got her own headphones and Madonna mic rocking it. Love Love it. And so she contacts Usagi, says, Usagi, are you free right now? I can't get a hold of Mako. Not good. Not good. So then we cut to the fireball that uh, Mako mentioned seeing. And who pours out of it but pets in her incredible outfit, looking like a boss-ass bitch with uh, six linebacker droids behind her. She's about to uh, break into an an opening act number. She is! Oh my god, what would the name of her opening act be? No, she's going to do... Can you not hear the do 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 from? Are you ready? Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? It's Knew I was a sister, supernatural sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's exactly uh, that. I know. I fucking love it. It does look very theatrical, like that panel of her pouring out of the the fireball. Mm. Um, anyway, Pet says, now that the storm has carried our aggressive virus from the saucer to infect the entire city, their symptoms should be reaching their peak. And she's like putting her pinky up to her, her mouth, which I think, I don't know, I just think it's funny. And she looks at the linebackers and she says, the people in this region won't be alive much longer. The time has come for you to, you to take their places. Oh. Go, my droids. And then she's thinking, infiltrate the human society and make it ours. The society of the black moon. So they turn into uh, people, like real people, real looking people anyway. Yeah. And uh, then we, we, uh, I guess we cut to uh, Mako and she's thinking, it hurts. I can't breathe. And then next thing you know, she's uh, choking and she's being strangled by a copy of herself. Very Twilight Zone. Evil. She looked, the eyes. The eyes look 
look it looks just like Makoto, but like her eyes are like whited out. Yeah. And then Maka's like, me? And she's struggling to get to her communicator. And luckily she finally does. And she says, Usagi, it's the enemy. Come quick. And Usagi hears this and she's like, Mako! And then, <laughs> I love this, Mako bats the imposter away. And then she throws up her star wand and says, Jupiter star power. And meanwhile, while this is happening, the, uh, Minako and Usagi are like, yeah, like shit's going the fuck down. So we get Venus star power and moon crystal power make up. And I fucking love this, Marcella. I fucking yeah. love it. Transformed into Sailor Jupiter, she picks up the imposter and says, <clears throat> you think you can take my place go ahead and try she literally heaves this bitch over her fucking head like she's no more than a fucking tennis ball and the imposter has this like confused like holy shit look on her face <laughs> it's so great it's a slam dunk <laughs> It is a slam dunk. Uh, so she throws the imposter away. She, uh, the imposter thuds to the ground and then turns into, of course, one of the linebacker droids. And at the same time, uh, Sailor Jupiter sees the flying saucer and uh, Pets appears to her. And Pets says, Oh, you're supposed to be dead. I want to repay you for what you did to my darling little sisters. I'm Pets, eldest of the Supernatural Sisters, and I will pay you back a hundredfold. And we get another cut of her we get a better view of her outfit and it, it, it's an entire like bodysuit that mm. cuts away at, at like um the little eye the metal eye pieces that she has around her her chest and of course like i said she's got the elbow long gloves she looks stunning serving as fashion and of course she's got some more linebackers behind her so she, she's she's ready for the fight but uh you're not gonna take our girl Maka that fucking easy oh no hell fucking no so sailor jupiter says flower hurricane and shoots it at pets but pets is laughing at her and she says is that your best hurricane let me show you how it's done behold the power of my tornado created by this beguiling black crystal earring and uh as pets is gearing up her attack sailor jupiter says sparkling wide pressure so she's like i'm gonna combat this shit i'm not going down without a fucking fight and we see this amazing power struggle of lots of crackling lightning because uh i know it's not really explained uh in the the manga very well but in the anime uh pets has dark thunder just mm -hmm. like uh sailor jupiter has thunder aka lightning it's called thunder but it's lightning let's yeah. call it spade to spade um so they're in this huge energy swarm but pets overpowers sailor jupiter no. and i know mako is encased in like this this windy looking tornado tunnel just as sailor moon and sailor venus arrive on the scene and they're at uh they're screaming jupiter and meanwhile the crowd uh of course this is the the crowd of brain what looks like to be brainwashed uh juban civilians uh start to attack sailor moon and sailor venus and they're like strangling them they're they're really trying to do them in and usagi's thinking uh they're too strong no way could a human do this and Usagi's thinking, Mercury said the people who attacked her were the enemy in disguise. Could these be dot dot dot? And she whips out her mask, which we haven't seen in a hot minute. I so know. 
Shout out to the mask. I fucking love it. Why doesn't she always have it on if it's this useful? Didn't honestly? I say as well on our Insta post on uh, the Sailor Manga Instagram? Didn't I say hashtag bring back the mask and here it is. <laughs> you did! You did! Oh, she needs to bring it back because, like I said, if it's this fucking useful, you should have it on retainer, bitch. So she puts the she puts the mask on her eyes and she's like, I see it! And she sees the images of the linebacker droids uh, behind these humans these disguised humans and she's like they're black moon our enemy the black moon is posing as humans to invade our world and finally sailor venus gets free and she says venus love me chain and she whips a couple of the droids away from her and they're destroyed thank god i love i just love venus like she does not get enough praise Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna fucking do it for her (laughs) for every on behalf of all the minako venus stands out there um but of course jupiter is still stuck in this tornado tunnel uh that's crackling with thunder and everything else and uh sailor moon's yelling jupiter and pet is having the time of her fucking life (laughs) she's she's just like she's just like (laughs) she's laughing up a storm bitch literally pun intended again um and but sailor moon you know sailor moon's gotta have her time she's not gonna let her friends disappear like this she's gonna at least try so she whips out the moon rod and she says moon princess halation and of course pets screams she's in agony and she is eradicated Mm -hmm. with a snap crackle pop from the moon rod she's fucking gone um so then the the fireball ufo light is starting to to go away um or no 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 allied that doesn't happen yet rubius appears because of course he does like he he's doing his trend and he says she seems so significant this sailor moon as sailor moon is yelling jupiter where are you and he says his highness plays a cruel game hmm. and then they start to disappear together and sailor moon is yelling jupiter she's scream crying jupiter as uh the the tornado tunnel tornado thunder tunnel rubius and sailor jupiter are whisked away and in the final moments of this act, we get a panel of Sailor Mercury, Sailor Jupiter, and Sailor Mars hovering above this UFO fireball light, leaving Sailor Moon in shambles. And that is how we end this act. Yeah, three, three, uh, three, I know. This, this arc is just like, so much better than I fucking remember. Like, I can't yeah. get over it. And I'm just enjoying it so much more the second time around than I did originally. Not to say I didn't enjoy it the first time, but like, it's just so fun fucking good um but of course as always uh marcella what were your favorite parts this act oh gosh it was a a great one wasn't it um so good the marco parts particularly um her slam dunking (laughs) the imposter (laughs) yeah the version the evil version of herself that was great um and the kiss on the forehead (gasps) yes that was so cute. Um, oh, and thank you. I think what also stands out, <clears throat> I love whenever we cut to the uh, the Black Moon and just have those little oh, yeah, bits. find it really interesting. Um, but I particularly just liked um, uh, Chibusa acing the games at the arcade. Yes, we love a gamer girl. Yeah. Uh, so they're my three standouts, I think. Hell yeah. What about you? So mine are, uh, I, I think I can boil mine down to two. Uh, the first one being Mako and Asanuma. Hashtag Makanuma. Uh, 
mm-hmm. uh, the new power couple. Um, they're yes, he's a little bit younger than her, but only by like a year. Oh yeah. Uh, so like they're they're in the f- same age range. Um, and I love the idea of like a uh, this younger little scrappy pseudo brother of Mamoru being into Mako. Like I, I don't know, I just I I love it. And yeah. their their chemistry is undeniable in those panels. Uh, you can't tell me that they they don't have some sort of chemistry. Um, oh no! Way better for her than Matoki because uh, hashtag sister complex. Oh, um, we're not we're not we're not dealing with that. Unazuki, get out! Blink twice if you need help, girl. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, please. Um, and then my second part. Uh, why did I just forget it as soon as I'm about to talk about it? Um, let me flip through. What was I gonna say? Was it the fashion? It should be. If it's not, uh, oh, oh, oh! I know what I was gonna talk about. I was gonna talk about Luna. <laughs> Luna's oh, yeah. against the Luna P ball. <laughs> I just think it's really cute that they've uh, that Naoko kept that consistent through the past three parts. That she's like she's low key annoyed with the Luna P ball, and she she wants it out of the picture. She, she, she feels very. Uh, what's the word i can't think of i can't think of words right now i'm struggling (laughs) um but she takes oh she takes offense to the luna p-ball like thinking that it looks like her and everything um but yeah i do have to you're right i gotta i know y'all are getting tired of me talking about the fashion the bitch it's it's amazing this arc is so much more fashion heavy than the first one no offense to dark kingdom but like yeah this one's just getting so good i love beryl's getter but this one this one is is yeah naoko takis streets ahead yeah yes yeah i agree it's just like pets's outfit like that bodysuit like that stops right at her like metal uh chest plate that look like eyeballs like come on now fashion um but yeah those are definitely my favorite parts uh god i'm just so like loving this (laughs) this this read through of the black moon arc i can't say it enough yeah me too uh it's just so so good um but next week we will be reading of course act 18 which is titled aggression sailor venus so are we going to follow trend um are we going to shake it up a little bit uh one thing we're definitely going to talk about next week is this amazing chapter panel which we will talk about next week because i have opinions about it (laughs) uh like holy shit i'm flabbergasted it's fire um but uh thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of sailor manga we truly appreciate uh any and everyone who listens to this podcast uh whether it's on youtube like you can now or if it's your regular podcast means and uh thank you shout out to paul thanks for the email yeah thank thank you so much (laughs) but uh you can find me on the internet at justin gray 22 across twitter instagram and youtube and you can find us both on twitter at sailor manga pod uh and uh you can find us on instagram at sailor manga pod uh we're keeping we're keeping them posts steady over there. It's popping over. Oh, you're doing Instagram. such an amazing job. <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying to keep uh, the Instagram and the Twitter going as much as we possibly can. Uh, and also, just a quick little shout out to Sailor Moon Fan Club on Twitter, who uh, retweeted uh, one of our tweets about the epilogue episode, and uh, it got a lot of people to watch it and like it, which we were really excited about. Oh yeah, I think I it has like 143. Great. I think it has 143 views right now, and I'm like, oh my god, um, that's amazing. So that's great. Yeah. And uh, lastly, you can of course email us just like Paul did um at sailormangapodcast at gmail.com get in contact with us we don't have to read your email but we love hearing from you guys so please reach out 
Please do. All right. Please do. I think that's all we got this this week. So uh, in the name of the moon. We'll be back soon. Bye, guys. Bye. I guess we just get the fuck into it. This is weird. I feel oddly, like, awkward for some reason. I do. Why? <laughs> I guess it's just because, like, it's a new way where we haven't done this before. So I'm just like, I'm like the little nerdy girl with glasses and uh, her lunch just got pushed to the floor by the school bully. I don't know. Oh. I feel weird. All right, I'm ready.